With Elon Musk's recent appearance as host for Saturday Night Live, we realize that fewer appearances have more cultural ramifications. The backlash from the cast, the backlash from viewers of Saturday Night Live, the backlash as he was hosting Saturday Night Live, and the aftermath of him hosting Saturday Night Live. It affected the stock market, it affected the cryptocurrency market, and all sort of articles sprung from this man's appearance on that show. Very well-rounded, cultural moment that we're gonna delve into. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging With Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging With Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. You could go on over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You could sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Now, Elon Musk, it's crazy because... Like, there's just so much to discuss when it comes to him. Uh, he's the CEO of The Boring Company. He's the CEO of Tesla. He's uh, trying to essentially colonize Mars. Um, he wants hum- humans to be an interplanetary species. Uh, he's working on... What's the thing that that he's working on? The um, uh, in L.A. the I the, the hyperloop. Yeah, the hyperloop. The hyperloop. Um, the Neuralink, where it's like we could like essentially like jack ourselves into the to yeah. the internet, like some some matrix shit. Um, crazy, 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 and. He's rather successful in many of his endeavors. The boring company, Tesla, SpaceX. Yeah. Uh, and then he's had many big. successful endeavors before the endeavors that he's uh, currently in. Uh, I think he was involved in PayPal. Yeah. Um, just a very interesting cultural figure. Billionaire. Uh, always, uh, I, I to me, I find him very similar to Kanye in a lot of ways. Just very interesting culturally, very interesting in the way that he thinks. Um, and some way, somehow, he uh, was slated to be the host of SNL Saturday Night Live, which is not very funny these days. <laughs> I, I'll add that in there because it's just god what happened to comedy i don't know but saturday night live is not very funny these days and i think because they're not very funny these days that's why they reached out to him to host it because it seemed like they needed a big rating surge because while i didn't i didn't watch that saturday night live episode with elon musk live yeah 
I uh, I did want to, and I was I was interested in watching it, and just like me, there were a lot of people that were interested in watching it because it's been the highest rated episode of Saturday Night Live in a long time. That's what's been reported. Something similar to when Trump, another controversial figure, <laughs> yeah. when he was running for president, was a host of Saturday Night Live, and it also was a huge rating boom. So obviously that in and of itself you take that and then you take what recently happened at the oscars and we see that like wokeism is not the route for hollywood and comedy and none of that shit like yeah. so right off the bat like i think we've essentially discovered and solidified that to be the case but then even with that and and like you know the numbers speaking for themselves you still get all of this controversy surrounding his appearance on Saturday Night Live. So before we get into all of it, initially, when you heard that he was going to host Saturday Night Live, what were your thoughts? And like, kind of more or less, how did you imagine things would go down? For Dogecoin to go to the moon. <laughs> Dogecoin to motherfucking moon, baby. <laughs> I lost a lot of cash. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't invest in that stuff. I, uh, it's not an investment. I yeah. think. I think. Like, yes. I always <laughs> probably you. wasn't the greatest choice of words because <laughs> before we even move on, for anybody out there, like it, Dogecoin is a gamble. It's not an investment, yeah. and we're gonna delve into that later on in the episode. But <laughs> it, it, this idea that it's oh, I'm, I invested in Dogecoin. I invested in Dogecoin. It's a meme. It's fickle and volatile, and it's really rooted in nothing. Now the meme can have a meaning and it could have a philosophy behind it and I rock with all of that but let's call a spade a spade exactly 100% <laughs> so but go ahead Dogecoin to the motherfucking moon <laughs> <laughs> great that shit yeah so I was interested I was interested in that obviously because like uh, Dogecoin was was going up and I had a conversation with with like uh, co-workers they're like oh should I invest should I invest I said, well I mean it's nothing I was like it's a meme it's it's kind of like a parody, Bitcoin, you know, it's a or cryptocurrency rather. And and that was where it was. I was like, yeah, I mean, if it does go up, maybe depending on what he says on Saturday Night Live, maybe you might want to hold on to it. You may maybe not, but like you know, it, it's it's not it's not anything real. It's a meme. And so I was interested in, interested in that perspective just to see like what what would happen with that. And then, like, interested in the fact that, like you said, he's kind of like a Kanye West type of yeah. person. So He's definitely outside the box and definitely uh, anti-establishment figure. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is, like, people like that. The the best moments are like the monologues. What will they say? Exactly. More, more than the what what's gonna be funny because it's SNL, so there's gonna be it's a not limit. funny to begin with. So yeah. for everybody that that was like, oh, the 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 episode with Elon Musk, it was so not funny, and Pete Davidson saved it because like all of these like fucking Pete Davidson fanboys, which Pete Davidson is not even that funny to mm -hmm. begin with. But it's like they, you know, they they dick ride him because you know mm -hmm. how he is, and and uh, he's he's fucking emo, and you know he made fun of fucking Dan Crenshaw or whatever the fuck. So yeah, Dan Crenshaw, right? Yeah, that's the guy with the one eye. Yeah, 
great great ass shit right yeah the Uh, republican he's he's republican he's from texas isn't he yeah Yeah. and uh and he also has one eye yeah yeah solid snake uh but uh but uh you know they they are all hailing him but the the reality is is that like that shit is not funny to begin with so it's more of an interesting yeah moment rather than like oh how funny is it gonna be yeah yeah and so to me, like I wasn't really interested in watching the the skits. Like SNL hasn't been funny for a while. Years. Matter of, yeah, for years. Matter of fact, like comedy in general, like I haven't been excited for a comedy movie in a while. You know, Seth Rogen and uh, um, James Franco kind of had a falling out. Really? Yeah, because James Franco he has all these like well two sexual misconduct ongoing cases or whatever so Seth Rogen's like well yeah I don't know what that's all about so I'm just gonna kind of fall back wow. I, I don't want to work with him which I thought was pretty fickle cause like dude you guys have literally worked from years cause they years. So freaks, and freaks and geeks freaks and geeks 100% all the way down and, and, and like that's bitch made is yeah. what that is like yeah. if anything I would be like well he's my friend and the court of law will like determine yeah. what's going on with that and then I might even get have me a little Elon Musk moment where I'll be like, the court of law will handle that, but I don't think James Franco has to rape anybody. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I, and 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 that that would be such a controversial moment, but I yeah. keep it a hundred percent. And and not to mention, like, they're close enough where like they'll talk about that shit. Oh, you know, they're lying or whatever the fuck it is. Like, you guys have had a long friendship. And and have like good memories and work together like yeah that's the most beta shit yeah so to me I lost a lot well I've been losing respect for Seth Rogen for a while now yeah and to me that was like the the nail in the coffin I was like oh this guy's a straight bitch yeah. like just how do you do that but goes to show where we're at with comedy well, I didn't know that I'm glad you brought that up I didn't I had yeah you know what's crazy is I saw I think. Earlier today, uh, like a little Snapchat article. Yeah, that's where you saw. That's where I, I saw. Didn't, yeah. I didn't take the time to read it, but like I really, I thought maybe it was like one of those uh, bait headlines. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah. I thought I thought so too. I was like, damn, what? They're close friends. Yeah. So when I clicked it, I read it, and I was like, oh shit, my man's don't fuck with him no more. And to me, I don't know, like. There has to be some sort of loyalty here. Like, you guys have worked together. Especially for a simple, like, accusation. Like, yeah. yes, I'm being accused, but, like, so do you automatically believe that is yeah. number one. Number two, like, do you know the type of person I am? Number three, I'm fucking James Franco. Do you really think I need to rape anybody? Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, there's, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot involved with that to just be like oh you know the only the only time i probably would fall back is if like dude literally was like well no, i would fall back because that's fucked up but but like if he was like oh yeah i fuck kids oh all yeah, right a hundred percent that but that's some wild ass shit yeah but like th- like what we're talking about is some very muddy waters yeah that that the court of public opinion is creating like this standard and this guideline yeah to which not even the law abides by. So it's like, oh, like for instance, remember the one that uh, uh, Aziz Ansari yeah, had to go yeah. through, where they're literally on a date. Yeah, they're literally on a date, and like, what was it? He he goes down on the girl. Yeah, and, and I think he talks about this openly. He goes down on her, and then he kind of is like, oh well, 
you know, are you going to return the favor more or less? And then she feels like that, that she was being sexually assaulted by being asked that. Yeah. You just got eight out. It's called reciprocation, bitch. Right. And if she doesn't yeah. want to, that's her That's her choice. But, like, the it's fact- very selfish. <laughs> no, 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 but, but no, what I'm saying is if she, if she doesn't want to, that's her choice. But the reality is, is that, like, if dude is, like, trying to, like, gear things toward you, that's not assault. Yeah, yeah. You just say no. And, and then, keep it moving. Yeah, and he'll probably be like, And oh, then if well, you don't want to see him again because that moment made you comfortable, you have the right to also. But you don't get to go say, oh, he he assaulted me or, you know, whatever the case. Yeah, so so to me, that's that's where we're at with all this stuff. Um, you know, they canceled Golden Globes. It's not going to be aired no more. Because it's not woke enough, so then they're like, "Oh, well, we're NBC's like, well, you guys aren't woke enough, so we're not gonna." Is it because they're not woke enough, or is it because you saw the blood on the fucking walls with yeah, the Oscars? The Oscars. Is it, I don't know. Because historically, the Golden Globes get lower ratings than the Oscars. Yeah, so maybe they're just like, "Oh, you're, you guys aren't." Woke it it enough. might. They might end up costing them money, like yeah. you know, the big song and dance and everything, and then. For nobody to watch that goofy ass shit. Yeah. So so to me it's Which like, is badass because I feel like this kind of paves the way for some sort of other institution to maybe create their own award show. Yeah. And and who knows that this might really fuck up Hollywood because now we might get a thing where it's just like, well, over here we want real comedy. Like over here we want yeah. like good writing. Over here we're like we want good quality shit and not you know all this woke shit yeah so i i feel like nbc probably just looked at it like an opportunity to be like oh we could look woke and cancel the golden globes because it's not gonna make us any money yeah you guys aren't woke enough you're canceled all the while digging an even bigger hole for themselves yeah because this shit is obviously like people are obviously not rocking with this shit yeah so all this that we're mentioning to say that we have elon musk on snl and that's probably the best thing that they've ever heard since, what, Donald Trump or a Kanye West, if Kanye West has been on SNL, because these people don't live by these rules and guidelines that everyone has to live by, which is how everyone should be, really. Like, you should be yourself and say whatever you feel like saying and stop trying to be this person that Hollywood tries to make you. Just be you. So fast forward, I bet the ratings were pretty high for that SNL. No, they were. Yeah, like, so that alone goes to show, like you said, what people are on, what people are interested in. Um, And that alone, like, that sparked interest in me just because I'm like, man, what is he going to talk about? You know, this guy's an interesting dude. And it's so funny because there's always this air of, like, why do you have him on the show type of, Thing from yeah. from the well, Hollywood people from Hollywood, even members of the cast itself, yeah. and obviously you know the Twitter mob. Yeah, and it's like, man, this you get a lot of flack for for trying to do things that are beyond you, right? Because one thing is to live on Earth, one thing is to colonize Mars, one thing is to live on Earth, and then and be like, oh well, you know, I'm gonna just drive a car, and then be like, oh, I can make cars better, I can make them more efficient, I could put new technology i can uh do something with when it comes to technology that uh like the what is it the new what for the for the ai like that matrix the shit Neuralink. 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 i could maybe d- dip into that um i can 
fucking just do whatever like just jump into anything and and make things better and, and beyond me like that's probably someone i would be like man like this this person's pretty cool like regardless of what i think about him like i think this this person is good on this earth it's like they do good stuff individual like yeah. it's 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 kind of like the 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 thing that i liken it to is like if you knew a motherfucker that rapped, did a podcast, <laughs> yes, had, had real estate, like oh, yeah. you know, like if yeah. somebody like that, like all these different things, you'd be like, holy shit, yeah, this is a wild cat. Yeah. I like him though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> no, no, no. no. Audio apes, hang on apes. <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> no, but on some real shit, it is. It, it, it's something where you're like, oh man, like this is a dynamic guy. Yeah. And he's doing all of these things at a high level. It's yeah. not even, you know, it, it's just like next level shit. Yeah. But I think what ends up happening is that I think figureheads like him are very scary to the establishment and to the left. Because these are like the type of people that like, like history books talk about. And... As we talked about recently on this show, I don't know if it was the last episode or the episode before, but it was it was in a recent episode. I don't I don't think it really too much fits into the left's agenda to have figures that stand so tall because it, it it's very inspirational, and I don't think they want people very inspired. I think they want people more or less down in the dumps, people to feel victimized and. When you get yeah. a guy like Kanye as a billionaire, you got a guy like this guy who's also a billionaire, a guy like Trump who's a billionaire, and they play by their own rules. Because there's many other billionaires out there, but many of, the, of those billionaires play by like the rules that are sort of set up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Bill Gates is kind of one of those guys. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is kind of one of those guys. Is like, oh, well, like I'm just going to kind of play by everybody else's yeah. rules. And stuff, and then you get these guys that are like very, you know, they have big voices and they're very outlandish, and they don't play by the rules of of the establishment, and I I think that becomes very upsetting, and so then all the little minions and all the little goons go out and like they have like all of this stuff to say that is really rooted in nonsense. For instance, I sent you a Washington Post video. And the video is about why Elon Musk's appearance on SNL is uh, is so controversial. Uh, it's yeah. uh, it the Washington Post video's title is "Here's Why Elon Musk Was Complicated Choice to Host SNL." And in that video, I don't know. I say it's about three minutes long. Everything that's thrown at him in that video as to like why he's this big bad controversial yeah. figure that we all should be. Yeah. mad at and scared most of it is just because he's rich like for instance yeah. did you see the the part uh on that video where he's uh with stephen colbert and colbert is like it's like you're, you're trying to do all of these good things for the world but you're also a billionaire it's like you can't be both why like it, where is it written that a billionaire can't be a good person yeah. like where the fuck are you getting this from yeah, yeah that's that some, like some straight communist philosophy right well, yeah there. well i remember that article uh i think i sent it to you i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure about jack ma the oh china, yeah yeah from yeah. uh from china we're starting to get like china where like china the chinese government doesn't like him because he's too big 
So it's like, oh, no, 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 you can't be that free. You can't be that free. And obviously, we're not there yet, but you're starting to see, like, people have that sentiment a lot more. Well, you 100%. see it surface, and it's like, man. Because even in that same hate. video, that the that comedian, well, if you want to call him that, I don't find him very funny, Michael Che. Yeah. They, uh, he's being interviewed, I think, who is it, by Ellen? Or, yeah. And, and uh, she's like, yeah, uh, how do you feel about Elon Musk being on the show? And uh, he's like, he's like, yeah. At first, I thought it was cool, but then I found out like he's rich. Yeah. It's like, and so I don't know if he's being funny or sarcastic because yeah. I don't really like. I'm not a hundred percent like familiar with his brand of humor. Yeah. I just know that like his style doesn't like work for me. Yeah, it's okay. Um, Less but it was just kind of like, so is he sort of like mocking people when he says that, or does yeah. he really feel like that? I don't know. He's sort of hard to read. Um. Actually, the most real, realist response that I saw in that video was from Pete Davidson. Yeah. He's like, well, why not? Like, this is a guy that wants to, like, do all this, like, great stuff for humanity yeah. or whatever. But the thing is, people really do pick on the little things. Like, even in that video. And, and there was a lot of people talking about this on Twitter where... Uh, uh, I guess there were some uh, controversial comments made by Elon Musk about... In the event of actually colonizing Mars, yeah, like the fact that you know, in that endeavor, people are bound to die, yeah, you know, yeah. And he says that he's like, yeah, the reality is there's a lot of people that probably will die, and people like looked at that like, oh, just for just for his dreams to come true, people he's willing to like sacrifice people's lives. Elon oh, well, Musk like first off, that's need a, Mars. That's a that's a huge push for humanity. Yeah, not ju- not him. Goofies, that's a yeah. huge push for humanity. That's number one, and number two. If you know anything about history, most people that explored and like went into new worlds and new new territory. Um, well, not new worlds like outside the world, but I mean like new worlds like encountering new people yeah. or like new civilizations and stuff like new that. Continents. They were fully willing to die for that shit yeah, because yeah. you understand that it's a possibility, but this is put actively pushing humanity forward. And so it's like, like what scope, what context do people look at life with? Yeah. It's yeah. like very small. Well, it's small and, and it's not even like a realistic hate like well there, it's not realistic scope because like Elon Musk doesn't need Mars <laughs> he does that obviously because he's like wow where can we go like the future like that's what his mindset is that that's where what's his driving force you and you know that if you ever did anything that was worth doing like you realize it's like the outcome and like what the boundaries that you pushed like yes. not really like the money you made like motherfuckers a, mil- a billionaire like he doesn't care about how many more billions he'll make in Mars that's for damn sure he right. won't he doesn't he, care he pushes a a, a, a a fake currency yeah Dogecoin to the motherfucking Fucking moon, moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like come on you gotta knock it the fuck off and and the people that the people that want to talk shit like what are you doing what are you doing because a lot of people say whatever they want to say but it's like that that saying opinions are like assholes everyone has one it's like exactly yeah you know like so so the one thing about being famous or or being in the limelight you know i wouldn't even 
give a fuck, really. And, and that's what I like about him. That's what I like about Kanye. That's what I like about Trump. And, These and, people that don't care. And what you said right there uh, kind of ties into the point that I wanted to make where you like, well, people that think like that, that are saying those things, what are you doing? So I retweeted this article. I said, the non-visionary that wrote this article accurately refers to themselves as a peasant. The article is from the AV Club, and it's titled, Elon Musk picks Pete Davidson as the first of us peasants to be sacrificed on Mars. So when we, so, cause there was a sketch with Pete Davidson where he was like the first one on Mars and like he, he, he gets killed and it's not funny at all. Like people, what's so crazy is there were so many dick riding ass Pete Davidson fans that were like, oh, if Pete Davidson saves the episode, the shit is not funny. Like the, he's yeah. not, he's not saving anything. Yeah. Like, I'll give it to y'all that the episode is not funny, but this ain't nothing new. This ain't, it ain't not funny because Elon Musk is on there. You motherfuckers haven't been funny for a long time. So anyway, uh, this is a little bit of the article. With last night's deeply questionable choice of SNL host Elon Musk having admitted that some people, not him, never him, will have to die so that his dreams of being the king of Mars can become someday a reality. The question has always been, well, who's it going to be? Of course, there's other questions like, why would anyone die for Elon Musk? So like right here, you see the the contempt yeah. that that this article is written with. And then it yeah. just kind of goes on to say, oh, like that sketch portrayed, like how he thinks of of everyday people and, and, and everything like that as peasants. I, Jesus Christ, like, yeah. the the woke olympics like that's yeah. like a like you get a gold medal for uh, in the woke olympics for that oh, bullshit yeah. dude's a fucking legend in wokeville <laughs> yeah it's it's to me like the lack of understanding of who Elon Musk is you know and w what he's been doing like you can't be mad at someone because they've acquired what he's acquired and have, has worked for what he has worked for and he dares to dream that's really like the problem here is he's daring to dream big bigger than himself and for act humanity. upon it and act yeah. upon those dreams 100 percent. And, and i mean you i'm never gonna i'm never gonna talk badly about someone even if i don't like them i think jeff bezos is a fucking piece of shit but hey he created amazon that's pretty fucking amazing i didn't create amazon Amazon is such a good tool that I've used it, you know, like, yeah. and everyone that's listening to this episode probably has ordered something on Amazon. That's how much value he created. Like, you can't take that away from the man, even if you think he's a fucking bitch. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this guy's a fucking coward ass bitch. Like, you could say that and in the same sentence be like, yeah, but fuck, he created Amazon pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, I, th and I think that people have to recognize the the good about it. And, and 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 then realize like that i mean in, in in life yeah yeah he might be remembered more than me or more than you but then like what did he do though you know what i mean exactly so if, if you want to be remembered for something like that well, then get yourself in that position like get yourself in that position and 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 of course i say that obviously knowing that like it's hard to be in that position but yeah, like but it's really not even about being in that position it's yeah. it's more so about being in a position where you're doing something with purpose. where you feel like you're fulfilling your purpose or a purpose 
something beyond yourself, something outside of the box. It, yeah. It's not necessarily about being the man, like right, or yeah. being him itself. It's it's like all right, well, what do you got going? What did you create? What did you do? What do you what do you give to the world? Like what's what's your signature? Yeah, and and, and the virtue and, behind and it. And then when you are in a certain position. Like you know the Trumps, the Elon Musk's, the Kanye, you're able to have big cultural moments where you do see things happen, and like it, it sort of, it really does kind of make everybody like sit back and watch. Like for instance, on there, essentially what he said, and I and I retweeted about this. Uh, somebody that I follow on Twitter says, uh, "Laugh my ass off." Elon uh, said, "Dogecoin is just as real as the dollar," yeah. and. It, essentially it is like in the time that we live in like this inflationary time yeah that we live in it kind of is like that and so i think that's like a nice little segue into the the segment about dogecoin and like what happened with dogecoin after after him being on that episode because there was a sketch and he plays like a, a financial guru on on the particular sketch on the the weekend news segment yeah. and he's continually asked about what is dogecoin what is dogecoin what is dogecoin and he kind of he does well he really doesn't answer the question he sort of describes like aspects involving it but doesn't really answer the question and then finally he kind of says oh well it, it's a hustle yeah and then apparently dogecoin tanked after that dipped <laughs> um and a lot of people were upset about that. Now, what's funny about that is that people were upset about it because my thing is like, well, what the fuck do you expect? It's fickle, it's volatile, and it's based and rooted in nothing. Yeah. Why like why are you so mad that this gamble dipped? Like people were really looking at this like this yeah. is like some sort of investment. And what's so crazy about it is like real investors, like when they see people operate like that. That's how you separate the boys from the men. Like when you when you see people operate like that, yeah. it's like, man, you motherfuckers really don't know nothing about like growing your money. Like you no. motherfuckers just like ride whatever wave comes into town, yeah. and and then like you it fades out and you fade out with it, as opposed to how we talked about with that whole GameStop shit. Yeah, like I'm not tooting our own horn, but like the way that we've made money and like the business ventures and everything like that, that's like based off of like calculating the risk. That's based off of real information. That's based off of real moves. Meanwhile, you got a gang of motherfuckers that just want to go off of quick cash, quick uh, cash. And, and, and Oh, the market is not working in our favor. Shut it all down. That's yeah. one aspect of it. And then now you got the other aspect of it. This is like a, the more dumb aspect of it. It's like, Oh, well, dogecoin to the motherfucking moon and then you really buy into the shit yeah. and then oh you end up losing so much money yeah yeah and the whole thing about it is as i was telling you in pre-production i even seen people like on snapchat telling people oh buy dogecoin buy dogecoin buy dogecoin right. mind you these are people that yeah. like i've never heard say anything financially informed ever once in my life and i've known them for years Never once have these people said anything that you would be like, oh man, they got some like good financial yeah. savvy. Nothing like that. 
they're telling a gang of motherfuckers to buy Dogecoin. Yeah. Meanwhile, that shit, the people that listen to this goof bought that shit before the shit tanked, so they lost money. And it's just all like, yeah. like riding the wave. <laughs> and, and and what's so what's so crazy about it is do what you want, but understand that it's a gamble. This is not yeah. an investment. Yeah, yeah, because like I, I was like, fuck. I was looking at it. It was at like sixty cents. I was like. If he comes out, and I was looking at it from the perspective of if he comes out on SNL, so if he comes out on SNL, he might say some shit about Dogecoin. That shit will boost up maybe close to a dollar, and then I could sell. Never once did I say, "Oh, this is a solid investment." Uh, I I knew it was a gamble. So right. if I were to put like let's say, I don't know, fucking a hundred bucks or whatever, or a thousand bucks, I know what this is. Right. So like if I were to lose it, it's, ah, well, you know, I risked it. Right, like what I was telling you, I bought I bought twenty five dollars worth of Dogecoin, <laughs> and when I bought that, when I when I when I clicked to 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 confirm the transaction, immediately in my mind I knew, like I literally just spent twenty five dollars on nothing on air. Like I I I really like could have like flushed the twenty five dollars down the toilet, and yeah. it, it more than likely will have the same outcome yeah. as what I just did. So I understood it was a gamble, but never did I think like, oh, well, like this $25 is going to grow to this, that, and the third. Yeah. No, because a real investment, when you invest, it's informed and it's based off of something that's that's yielded, like like a production, you know, with something that's produced, a service, yeah. something like that, where growth can develop yeah. from, not yeah. just some meme, which I understand that there is a philosophy behind. Well, some people have a philosophy. The motherfucker that that I saw on Snapchat saying to buy the shit, I don't think they have any philosophy. <laughs> but Doge, Doge coin to the motherfucking moon. No, but what does it mean? But but there is a little bit of a of an anti-establishment philosophy that goes along with Doge coin. It's sort of like the whole GameStop thing. It's that, a hustle. That's it, the part. It, exactly. Yeah. It's a hustle. Yeah. And we are like intentionally inflating the market. Yeah. And the more we do this, the more power we take away from the establishment. Yeah. So essentially, when you buy Dogecoin, which is why I put $25 into it, is like you're more or less like making a statement. Like yeah. it's sort of like a middle finger to the establishment. Yeah. Like, oh, the way that you guys. <laughs> are are not on no businessmanship, but just yeah. simply like manipulating the market the way you see fit. Yeah. Well, the masses can do it too as they get more educated. Yeah. And really, the motherfucker that like really like kind of like unlocked that gate was Trump. When yeah. Trump really, I think, brought a lot of like like enlightenment to people when yeah. when he, the way that he operated it really sort of showed people that like yeah we really don't have to like listen to what the fuck these people have to say yeah. and yeah. we can do our we can do our own thing and so that's what's cool about dogecoin yeah. but know that that's what it is <laughs> that, you yeah know? exactly and and to me that's where when people get mad about that stuff no 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 you knew what this was you know at least you should have yeah at least to... you should have because because that's the thing. This is out here trying and to that's make, what I'm saying. Yeah. It separates the boys from the men. Because either one, like you got carried away, or two, you're stupid. Yeah. I was out here trying to make a whore out of a housewife. More or less. Or a housewife out of a whore, rather. I was like, no, no, you can't. You can't do it. You can't do it. Um, you knew what you were buying. 
and you knew that you had like a limited amount of time to make some money out of that, right? Because if like a lot of people are saying, oh, Doris going to the moon and you buy it at 20 cents and now it's at 70. Okay, you made 50 cents out of this. So if you, if you, you know, put a decent amount of money, now you made some good cash, but it's a, it's like you said, it was a, it was a giant fuck you. Like we're going to make our money right now. Right. We're going to hustle your ass and we're going to pull out and this is how we do and, it. And where it's at now, it's not to say that like it can't eventually go back up. But yeah. the thing is, it's its growth is not rooted in anything. Like yeah. when you buy us, when you buy a stock, or you buy property, or or you buy anything that you expect to make you money, it's typically done with like an informed basis. So yeah. it's like, all right, well. I'm investing in this company because this company makes this product yeah. and this is their CEO and this is what they expect to make this month quarter or or in this quarter yeah. and their CEO is reliable. They always uh, uh, match or beat expectations. They yield a dividend. This is their price earnings ratio. Like It's like all of this information that you take in and it's like, all right, well, I feel like this is a solid investment. Yeah, yeah. When you buy some real estate, it's like, oh, well, we're getting it at this price. It has this many units. We could rent the units for this much money yeah. in this market. And then this was how much the expenses and maintenance will be. Okay, I'll pocket this money. And then the rate of, of equity would go up this month, yeah. this much, and so on and so forth. That's an informed investment. Yeah. Still a risk. It, right. But right. Every But the thing yeah. is, everything is a risk. Yeah. Because even going to work every day, because a lot of times people be like, oh, well, I don't want to risk my money, I uh, I just want to like go to work. Well, you know, going to work every day is a risk. A motherfucker could take a red light and kill you. Yeah. And, yeah, and so yeah, yeah. everything is a risk depending on how you look at it. It's a calculated risk. It, I'm going to go to work to make X amount of cash exactly, to live a exactly. good life. You're taking a calculated risk. Yeah. Same thing with, with, an, yeah. with an informed business decision, an informed you know purchase of a certain stock or, or what have you. You, you have all risk. of that. Yeah. With Dogecoin, there is no possible way that like you can like go off of like for instance, I think most people thought Dogecoin to the motherfucking moon because Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I don't think, at least I didn't come across or read on Twitter much that many people that thought that that shit was gonna tank because he was on there. Yeah. Most yeah. people actually thought it was going to go to the motherfucking moon because yeah, he was yeah. on there. That's what I thought. Yeah. And, and so that's what I'm saying. There's, But there was no way you could really predict yeah. it because the shit is live. It's not even like it's pre-recorded yeah. where somebody in the studio could They're like, damn, bro is going to say this on there. Yeah. Put your money in. It's live. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just that's, you know, you have to have a, a level of, of information when, yeah. when you make these decisions. Yeah, but like, just I'm gonna invest a thousand in it. Fuck it. <laughs> Good luck, Dogecoin to the motherfucking moon. <laughs> Whatever that means. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. If we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them on all podcast platforms. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.